This is the Hear Me Out CC podcast, a place to hear stories from the deaf and hard of hearing people and from your host, Ahmed Khalifa. If you are struggling to communicate with a deaf person or for most people, anyone for that matter, there are several different ways that I always suggest that you can do to get your message across. And the most common ways would be to write it down or type it out on your phone or even just learn the language that person is speaking. But there are also so many different forms of non-verbal communication that can help you further when you talk to not just deaf people but anyone for that matter. And by knowing them you'll be able to reinforce and you'll be able to make your communication skills better and you can get your message across even better. I want to explain what is non-verbal communication, why it's important, what are the advantages and disadvantages, what are the different types of non-verbal communication and how they can help you. And then on top of that, even though I have already mentioned a separate place on how you can communicate with deaf people, when you combine the two together on how you can communicate and all those non-verbal communication and combine it together, you will have a much more complete and more effective communication skills and again you can use that with anyone. Hopefully I can help you with this video and before we get started don't forget that you can also support me on my Patreon page where this is where I create exclusive content and get to know more people individually by helping each other and also to raise deaf awareness and you can do that by checking out the link in the show notes. So let's get started with what is non-verbal communication and why it's important. For many people when we think about communication you mainly think about what we say verbally and orally and that's it. But the thing is we don't really think about all those little subtle clues that you don't really notice it because it just becomes normal for us. Things like facial expressions and your gestures and your body language they can all play a part and more by helping you to give additional clues, give additional meaning and information to what you're saying overall. And that is why there are some estimates that non-verbal communication can actually cover 70 to 80% of what you're actually saying to the other person which is huge. Let's get into the different types of communication methods that we can portray non-verbally. The first and most obvious one would be your facial expression. It's quite easy to tell when someone is happy, when someone is sad, when someone is tired or someone is disgusted or maybe when they are rolling their eyes they just they're done with you. All of these give additional meaning to what you are saying and how you are feeling when you say it. Gestures is another very popular way of communicating non-verbally. For example, some people might frantically say no by just waving, no, just waving and waving. And then there are other people who just want to celebrate by saying yes and you get that fist and you're clenching your fist and you just want to celebrate. Again, that gives you additional meaning of how that person is feeling and what they're saying. Paralinguistic is another one and that is related to the tone, the pitch, the loudness of your voice and how you say certain things. So for example, you can say I'm fine in different ways. So it could be like, I'm fine. I'm fine. I am fine. See, three different ways of saying I'm fine and I apologize if I scared you with that last one. I just wanted to get that message across. I'm fine though, I'm fine, really, I'm fine. Proximic is another one which is related to personal space. So you want to have a comfortable personal space between one person to another, but if a person is too close it can be uncomfortable. 
and also if a person is too close it can be quite intimidating and it might be quite threatening for some people so that is a clue for many people eye contact and eye gaze is another one so if i'm looking at you eye to eye then i am listening to you i'm being honest with you when i'm speaking to you and that is a common thing to do to maintain eye contact but if a person is not giving you any eye contact it could be for many reasons it could be because that person is lying being deceptive that person could be nervous or shy or that person could just not be really interested in what you have to say haptics is another one and that is related to touch so little things like when you say to someone i am here for you and you put your hand on their shoulder or you rub their back that's an additional meaning isn't it so there's a big difference between saying i am here for you but then with a bit of body contact word permitted only word permitted it can make a big difference to what you're saying and you mean it in a very deep way i'm here for you and you touch that person's shoulder appearance is something that we don't really think about and those are things like what you're wearing and your hairstyle and these things combined and other factors related to these they can give you clues so for example how you dress at certain occasions like at a party or even a job interview can give such a clue to the other person on how they perceive you and some people say that it's not a good thing to do that but it's in our nature we kind of have that silent judgment and silent idea of what that person is like based on what that person is wearing however it's not a bad thing because you can look at a person and that person is wearing their uniform and it gives you an idea of what that person is like so for example a white lab coat will give you an idea that person is in a medical field if someone is wearing an army camouflage gear then that person is in the army and is a soldier and so on and so forth so it's not all a bad thing when we judge a person by their appearance but it can give you a clue similar to appearances artifacts and that is again when you're using tools or objects to help you with that communication a very common thing to do is when you have an online forum you have an avatar that displays and characterizes who you are but just like appearance uniforms can also act as artifacts and give you clues of who you are humor is not something that people think about a lot in terms of a non-verbal communication method but it can be like that it can give you an impression of how that person is feeling and if that person is laughing then it makes that person happy it makes you happy the atmosphere is light and happier so the communication is a very positive feel it's a very very positive aura around it and that can help in a lot of situations and then there's another one silence and that can be a positive or a negative thing so for example if you imagine in a classroom it's silent the students are not talking it's all silent that could be a good thing because you might be thinking then that because they are listening and be paying attention to the teacher and that's a good thing but then on the other hand it could be a bad thing because maybe they just don't understand what's going on and they are not able to follow the instruction so even though silent could be positive or negative you kind of want to combine that with other subtle clues around that to give you an idea of what is the message out there there are so many advantages of non-verbal communication and i want to go through a few of them the first one is that it complements well with what you are saying so if you are hugging a person and you are saying sorry then they complement well together but it's a certain type of hug whereas if you are hugging a person and you are excited it's kind of like a different type of hug but it's still complement with what you are saying so non-verbal communication like a hug 
can compliment well when you are saying, I'm happy for you, or I'm excited, or I'm sorry. They do go well together. It can substitute verbal messages if it's blocked by noise or long distance. So an obvious thing to do when you see someone far away and you can see them and you want them to be quiet and you just put your finger on your lips just to say shush. That kind of means that, you know, be quiet, shush. And it's an obvious non-verbal communication. And then the simple ones are if you nod yes or shake your head no. Again, that's also very simple. If you are trying to do it in a way that it's just silent, so it's a noisy place, but you want to get that message across. These are easy way of doing it. It can be more effective than verbal messages. So for example, you might be in a crowded room and your eyes lock with another person and you want to approach that person. Maybe you want to flirt with that person. Maybe a playful wink. It's more effective than a cheesy pickup line like, oh, heaven is missing an angel because it's right here in front of me. Another advantage is that it can reinforce your message. So if you frantically nod your head yes, then you are really getting that message across really well. Like just yes, absolutely yes. And that's quite different to a just a casual nod. Yes, it gets the message across, but there's a big difference between frantically nodding your head and just a couple of nods. It can provide a feedback to the other person. So if you're looking at the person and you're listening intensely and your eye contact, it means that you're giving a feedback to the other person that you are doing just that, you're listening and you're listening carefully. At the same time, you could be just wanting to put your hand up slightly and you are about to speak and that is a feedback to the other person to say like, oh, I just want to say something. Non-verbal communication can be attractive. So especially if you're doing like a presentation, you want visual images. It could be videos, it could be text, it could be photograph, whatever it is. They are also attractive way of getting the message across. At times, the message can be delivered faster. So imagine you are in one side of the room and you want to communicate with the person on the other side of the room to say, come here. Now you do the hand gesture to come here and that person hopefully will come over. It's a lot quicker than going from where you are through the people to the other side of the room and you want to say to that person, can you come over there? Okay, let's go back to the other room and then you get the message across. Or you can just say, come here from across the room. But even though I speak highly of these non-verbal communication methods and it has a lot of advantages, but there are also a lot of disadvantages as well that we should be aware of. They can be vague and lack precision, especially if someone doesn't do it well. So for example, if you don't have any facial expression and you're not giving any messages while you are waving your hand, then are you waving your hand to say hello or goodbye? You might miss other clues if you focus too much on one gesture. So if you focus only on the eyes, you might miss important hand gestures that will give you subtle clues to what that person is saying. It's very easy to get lost in translation because certain hand gestures are not universal across the world. For example, it's quite obvious for many of us that the thumbs up hand gesture is a positive sign. It's like good, or it could be okay, it could be any of these. You might assume that it applies all around the world, but that's not the case. In places like Iran and Afghanistan and neighboring countries, it's not a great thing. It can be the same thing as giving a middle finger, flipping a bird. And then in places like Bangladesh, it could mean something idiotic as well. So you just have to be careful that certain hand gestures is not universal. It can easily get lost in translation. 
And because of that, it's very difficult for some people to understand what you are saying. And I remember one time in university at the early days, people used to do the hand gesture of keep your chin up by using the back of your hand and tap the bottom of your chin. Chin up. But also without saying anything. And I remember that time I'm thinking, what the hell are they saying? And gradually over time, I realized they meant chin up. And then keep their head up. But again, if you use that in other countries, it's not going to be obvious for a lot of people. So it's difficult for many people to understand what you're saying. It's quite obvious as well that you can't have a long conversation when you're just focusing on non-verbal communication. Unless it's like sign language, then yes, of course you can. But if you are not speaking in your oral language or sign language and you're just using non-verbal communication that I've talked about, it's quite tricky. Regardless of all of that, it has its place and there are many ways on how you can also improve your own nonverbal communication skills by being aware of it, but also just a few tips that I want to share with you. Be an effective listener, and I'm not talking about just listening to the other person, just your body language, your how you're focusing on that person, eye contact, all these things can make a big difference. Think before you react. So remember, some hand gestures could be offensive in certain places and certain times. So think before you even think about using the thumbs up in certain countries. Take a time to observe other people's way of communicating their messages non-verbally, what you've learned from them and how you can also incorporate that and just see if you can learn the same skill and that can help you as well. You can also take a time to record yourself, not just on a video camera, but also audio as well. And that will give you an idea of what hand gestures you're doing. Are you doing it over the top or should you slow it down? Are you doing certain things wrong or are you getting the wrong information across? Just record yourself and it can give you a lot of information. The general theme of it is just be self-aware. Be self-aware of your own actions, your own behavior, how you speak, how you stand, how you sit, your posture, all these things. Be aware of your own behavior and that will go a long way. And then finally, you can do one thing that people don't really think about, which is to learn sign language. And the reason I say that is because sign language is more than just learning how to sign specific words. A huge part of it is about your facial expression, your body language. They play a massive part of getting the message across to the other person. And you can even get that across to you when you are learning sign languages. And maybe you can use that not just when you're communicating the sign language, but also when you're communicating orally as well to the other person. And that can go a long way. So think about it. Why don't you give a shot? Why don't you consider learning sign language as well? But even if you don't learn sign language, like I said earlier, if you use the method of pen and paper or you type out the message on your phone to show another person who is deaf what you want to say, even if you combine that with non-verbal communication, that can really help to get the message across. So regardless of what you do, I suggest you learn sign language, but if you don't, still having these messages in terms of non-verbal communication methods will go a long way to get that message across. It makes you a more effective communicator and it will help you to do many things like build relationship and just have good conversations and people will look at you in a good way. You will be able to give off a good impression. What are the disadvantages of doing that? There are no disadvantages of being a good communicator. So hopefully you've learned a lot from this. Let me know if I'm missing anything now. Let me know if you think it's useful and any other tips that you have, I'd love to hear from them. Comment below. It'd be great to learn more from what you have to say. Don't forget as well to make sure you like and subscribe whatever platform that you are in. 
and I appreciate you taking the time to check it out. In the meantime, I will speak to you again soon. Take care. Thank you for listening to the Hear Me Out CC podcast, courtesy of hearmeoutcc.com.